What a great experience when young people get the chance to meet and interact with our persecuted family. Julia Kluko spent the summer learning the stories of Christians who are under pressure for their faith. And I think the Lord is really using their experiences to teach us, to show us what it looks like to be a Christian. Looking at their example and seeing how they can stand in these situations and how they can confront the realities of the world, it's encouraged me to do that in my life here. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help right now on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Welcome to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton, and uh, we have some special guests this week in our studio. We are going to be talking with some of our summer interns. Now, we have uh, quite a collection of college students who have come to intern at Voice of the Martyrs this summer. Uh, we've picked two of them to come into the studio and talk about their experience. I have in the studio with me Sam Kyle. He is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Julia Kluko from South Carolina. What city in South Carolina, Julia? Rock Hill. Rock Hill. All right. We're going to talk about our intern program and intern experience. We also have Brooke Parks in with us today. Our listeners will be familiar with Brooke. She has been here before, uh, and she coordinates the intern program. So we're going to hear from her, especially towards the end. If you're intrigued by this and thinking, wow, I had to look into that, Brooke's going to tell you how you can do that and the kind of people that we're looking for. So, Brooke, welcome back to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thanks, Todd. All right, Sam and Julia, tell us a little bit about your background and kind of why you wanted to intern in particular at VOM. What are you studying and how did you see this as connecting to what you're studying and what you want to do long term? For me, I'm studying biblical literature and what I would like to do long term is to be able to equip pastors and church leaders in other nations that can't afford to get that kind of equipping in their nation. And so I saw Voice of Martyrs as just a great link to be able to connect me with people like that, but also to see how an organization's run, how they do it, and to learn from the best instead of trying to create my own way of doing it. And so I saw it just as a direct opportunity to be able to learn so much about God's people, about our persecuted family, but also about how they equip other pastors and church leaders, and to even see if that's something that I would want to do. And so I just saw Voice of the Mars as an incredible opportunity and experience to learn so much about that opportunity. So, And Julia, what about you? I'm studying English, and I'm interested in going into journalism. So when I found out that they had a communications internship program, I was really excited with the uh, prospect of being able to work with the newsletter and understand what they do to put it all together and to send it out, because I didn't have any knowledge of that whole process before coming here. So it was a big learning experience for me. I'm really interested in using, talking about current events and using media to spread the gospel and to show how God is working. And I think VOM really exemplifies that. And it's been really cool to learn in this kind of environment because a lot of media, print media and TV, will focus on the terrible things that are happening, but they don't really show how God is working in those situations. And 
as a Christian, I look at that and I think, oh, the world is going to shambles. It's it's chaos. But really, when you think about the context and all of the details that are happening, the things that you don't see when you just look at bombings or people being murdered, you don't see that their faith is standing, that God is using them to minister to their torturers and their persecutors. And to learn that here, I think it's been really awesome because now as I'm interested in going into journalism and thinking of exploring that field, I'm taking that perspective with me. So I'm looking at these current events and saying like, it's not all chaos. It's actually God's plan being worked out. And it's a mystery to us how he uses these evil events and still works them out for good. But he has promised that he will do that for his people. So interesting. So you've been involved in the newsletter process after, even as a kid, pulling the newsletter out of the envelope, seeing it, seeing the pictures. There's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes than you probably knew, isn't there? Yes, there is. <laughs> a lot of planning meetings and proofreading and uh, all kinds of stuff like from the design team who picks out the cover and tries to figure out how to use the images to tell the story to the writers who actually write out the stories and try to figure out the best way to communicate uh, what God is doing and how he's been working through his people. It's interesting to me because often, you know, we're working like three months ahead, basically, on the newsletter, give or take a few weeks. And so I'll be asked about the newsletter and it's like, okay, wait a minute. I got to think about the one that just came in the mailbox because I saw it like three months ago and I it sort of passed on. I've seen two more since then. So what's been the biggest surprise about VOM kind of now that you're on the inside? What's something that maybe has just surprised you or you didn't? know before that you know now after you've been here this summer? Something that surprised me coming to Voice of the Martyrs is just how really involved they are with the people in the other nations. I never really realized how hands-on they were with the international projects. I knew that they did them, but I figured that maybe they would pass it on to somebody in those nations, and, and sometimes that would happen if that's the best way to do it. But just seeing how Voice of Martyrs is directly related to those people relationally has been a huge surprise for me. It isn't really an advocacy program, but it's really connecting people with the persecuted family through relationships and practical ways to help. And so to me, as someone that is young, there's a lot of people trying to do marketing, get their name out there, branding, and to see that not happen at Voice of the Martyrs as much because they're more focused on the relationship and the connection that happens was a huge surprise. And it was a huge encouragement to see that the mission and the vision was about building the kingdom of God not about getting the name out. It's really cool that you say that because there are a lot of people in America who they see the newsletter or they listen to VOM radio and they think, well, that's VOM. You know, they send out a newsletter. They, But you're right. We have contacts in all these, you know, almost 60 nations where Christians are persecuted. We have direct church contacts. Our international staff are on the road 80, 90 nights a year in those countries, meeting with those people, hearing their needs, responding to their needs. thats I, I'm really glad you brought that out. Julia, what about you? I think for me, kind of going off of what Sam was talking about, was the idea of family that VOM stresses really surprised me because I, although I thought about the persecuted as being brothers and sisters in Christ, I hadn't really fully thought that through and grasped what it means that 
this is my family and we are all one in Christ. And seeing that unity, I think, has really made a big difference on me. And there's a unity here in Oklahoma at the office. Like the people are all coming together for a single mission. But we're also unifying globally with people around the world. And it's really amazing the fact that all of these people are coming together for a common purpose. And that purpose is the Lord's glory. And that's been so cool to me. And, you know, you think about in a Christian context, you'd assume that happens. But to actually see it happen really surprised me, the fact that they put so much effort into that. What's been the high point of your summer? I think the high point for me has been able to be involved at the advanced conferences where I get to meet my persecuted brothers and sisters, to be able to have conversations with them and have that interaction, that connection has been so fruitful for me just to encourage me to realize like they're normal people. They're like me. They're like my friends. They're like my my immediate family members. And sometimes they doubt, sometimes they struggle. But and just to have that connection, that relationship has been so encouraging to me in my faith, knowing that it's not a special or different breed of human beings, but really it's just them taking the steps every day to follow Christ. So that's been definitely the most encouraging and fruitful moment. It's just to be able to meet them and then to meet the staff members here and how they do it here in America rather than all over the world as well. For me, it's been the stories, just hearing each person share their story, because like we all are very unique, but then we have that common ground, and that is Jesus Christ within us. And so like as I've been hearing their stories, I've been hearing Christ over and over again, and his mercy and his love, and even like interviewing people like Connolly and hearing her story, um, it's amazing. And I feel like I'm reading this great woman of God, because I am, and her faith is incredible, and it's challenging. Her story is heartbreaking, but it's also really encouraging the fact that she has chosen to glorify Christ in this situation. She's chose to exemplify what he has taught us as Christianity. And people through the office, like in the office and overseas, they're all making that choice. And that's been a highlight for me is being able to observe that them and that process of what it took them to make that choice where they were going to choose Jesus above all else and learning from them and realizing that they're not super Christians. Like, this is doable because we have Christ. You're listening to Voice of the Martyrs Radio, and we're talking today with some of our summer interns. Julia mentioned Hana Lee. Hana Lee is Hana Lee Gronwald, whose family was killed in Afghanistan. Uh, we're going to have an in-depth interview with her in the coming months here on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. As well, she and her family are the subject of our International Day of Prayer video Uh, which will be announced soon and released soon. So you can watch the newsletter. You can watch persecution.com for more details about that. When you guys go back to campus this fall, how are you going to be different because you spent these summer months at Voice of the Martyrs? I think I'll be more willing to give everything for Christ. Although I've said that several times over my life and be like, yeah, I would give Jesus my all. But I've come to understand more of what sacrifice means and what giving yourself for Christ looks like. And although I probably won't be threatened at my school, I you know, won't have to choose Jesus at gunpoint, 
I still have to make that conscious decision. And I've been making it every day here, and it's great in this environment, but it's going to be more challenging when people don't have the same fire like we have here at VOM to do that every day. But I feel like being here, the Lord has refreshed my spirit and given me that strength to make that choice, it's that daily sacrifice of giving myself to him. I think very much like Julia, what I'm going to take to my campus this fall is bringing concepts and thoughts and maybe dreams of laying my life down for Christ into a reality of a daily choice and just how it's a daily decision in the little ways and the little decisions that people make. And you know, I've really seen that exemplified in the staff at VOM, but also I've seen it exemplified through families that have suffered overseas where they're a family, they go to school, they, they do daily tasks, but when they do it, they do it for the Lord. And that's really challenged me in how I walk daily, whether it's me writing a paper, reading a book, doing homework, talking with friends. I know that it's not about me having these big dreams, but it's about bringing those into reality in every choice that I make. So I think just like what Julia was saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take these concepts that I've learned and realize that they apply to me here in America in my context. It doesn't have to be in a place where I'm at gunpoint. One of the purposes of an internship, obviously you want to serve, but also you want to gain some experience. So later on when you go find a job, they're like, oh, yeah, you've already had some real practical experience. You've done something of value. We see that that you'd be a great part of our team. You've mentioned the newsletter, Julia. You talked about the advanced conferences. What are What are some of the practical skills in an, in a, you know, the, the things you'll tell your, your future boss in a job interview, well, we did this, or I learned this. What are some of those things that, that you've are taking out of this internship experience? A lot of practical things. I think one great thing about the internship is that it is a full time. We've been working nine to five and we've been working about 40 hours a week and with that we do everything from little excel spreadsheets to sitting on meetings where we have to take notes and then compile those notes to make proposals through the voice of the monitors organization so i think everything from preparing how to use practical softwares and computers how to communicate with other co-workers from how to run a meeting, how to be a part of a meeting, but also how to like brainstorm, how to think outside of the box, branding, marketing. And honestly, I'm not studying business, but I've learned a lot of practical things of how business applies to ministry when it comes to marketing, branding, and to do that with integrity. I've learned just countless things that helps me prepare um, for any kind of organization job, church job, wherever it may be, really practical, hands-on experiences. Cool. They've given us a lot of opportunities to contribute, too. Like, we don't feel like we're just sitting around the office waiting for them to, you know, give us something to do. Like, they, <laughs> they've given us things that we are actually, we work on, and then we give it to them, and then they'll, you know, post it, or they'll print it, or they're hand, handed out at the conferences. So we've been able to contribute a lot, and through that contribution, I've been able to learn a lot about the um, newsletter aspects, as I was talking about earlier, but to kind of get down to, like, the nitty-gritty of it, of, like, interview techniques, and how you write different styles in writing, and they've given me a lot of opportunity to write, which is awesome. That's what I love to do. So I've been uh, really privileged to do that in different forms. So I'm not just writing the same thing over and over, but it's a very practical way of kind of getting into the field and learning what it what it is to write like a journalist. One of the things that 
we want to do, and I know Brooke will probably talk about this, we don't invite interns here to kind of sit around or just to give them sort of busy work to say, yeah, you were here for the summer. That's great. We we want valuable contributions from you because that's why you're here. We want you to be able to do that. So I know all of the departments that have interns, they have to do a job description. They have to say, okay, here's what they're going to do. This is what their responsibilities are. It's not just come and sit and watch somebody else do the work. It is work. <laughs> we want you to work while you're here. So uh, it's cool that, that you both have that experience and, and can refer back to that. What about spiritually? You've talked a little bit about just the idea of sacrifice and the idea of serving the Lord no matter what. What else spiritually have you gained from this time? Definitely my perspective has been broadened. I think that that's been a really valuable thing that maybe I don't, I'm not thankful enough for is how my perspective has been broadened from being narrow before where I've only seen things in my American culture, which isn't necessarily bad, or I've seen only things in the churches that I've been involved in or the school that I've been involved in, to now seeing it internationally, worldwide, in an organization that run things different than I've seen before. I think spiritually it's just broadened my perspective to realize the God in Laos, the God in Vietnam is the same God here in the United States. And that carries to our personal lives spiritually. And really it's it's challenged me to just not worry about little decision making, little things that we put as college students so much stress on about what grad school am I going to go to or what job am I going to take after this? It's it's really given me peace to realize God is so much bigger and so much greater than those. And I can just trust him. And I've seen persecuted family members. I've seen staff trust in God to where it's challenged me. Am I really trusting God? And so I think that is how I've grown spiritually here at VOM. One of the things that I've grown in is learning that to trust God, yes, but that he is worth that trust, that he's earned that trust. And seeing in our persecuted brothers and sisters, God's fulfilling his promises has helped me really understand that, yes, he is worth it. And yes, he will deliver us because a lot of times we just we have his promises in scripture and we'll read them, but we don't really understand them. We don't really like see them happening. So it's it's hard to keep trusting in that and have faith. And the Lord will give us that faith. But to be able to see when he says, you know, we'll provide you your daily bread and to see how he is working through Christians who are ministering to refugees and who are bringing them that daily bread and who are bringing them blankets and comfort. It's, it's just little things like that that the Lord is using to fulfill his promises to his people. And that's been really changing my perspective too on the Lord and seeing that he He delivers, he's worth trust. Um, he will fulfill his promises. And he's just such a good God, too. Over and over, I can't help but confront these attributes of God that I see in his people here. And like, if, if we're inspired by these people and we think that they're great and they're examples to us, how much more is our God awesome? How much more is he greater than everything that we've seen? Because we we see like a little bit of faith, this faith of a mustard seed. But it seems so much to us because it's so different from anything that we've seen before. And God is so much bigger than that, so much bigger than a mustard seed. And he is just, I've been really overwhelmed by just thinking about how good he is, how wonderful he is. And he's just so caring for his people. That's very cool. 
Last question for you guys. You are American Christians. You're young people. You go to church. You try to walk with the Lord. Why should American Christians, and especially I'm thinking of your generation, why should they fellowship with persecuted believers? Why should they read the stories and pray for persecuted Christians and and learn what's going on in hostile and restricted nations? First, I think as Christians, it's our responsibility to know what's going on around the world with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Because as Julia was saying earlier, they truly are our family. They truly are people that God has called us to link arms with, to fight together with. And I think just first, very plainly, it's a part of our responsibility as a Christian. But I think also just living in the American culture, which isn't bad in hindsight. It's awesome to be here, and it's so great to be able to live in a place where we have freedom to be able to pray, to go to church, and, and to be able to worship God freely. I think that in itself, um, being able to recognize our lack of gratitude for that is just so important to, to have that perspective of what's going on around the world. And I think through that fellowship with our persecuted family, we recognize how much God has blessed us here in America, and that's going to better utilize us and better equip us to understand what he's given us for his kingdom. And I think the Lord is really using their experiences to teach us, to show us what it looks like to be a Christian. As an American, I'm very comfortable with where I live and, you know, I'm not persecuted for my faith. People may look at me funny or kind of laugh at me when I talk about Jesus, but they're not trying to kill me. They're not hunting me down. So I don't know what it's like to follow Christ in that context. But as we learn about our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted, we can see what it's like, what persecution ultimately will be for us um, as you know we try to do the will of God we will be resisted and evil will try to stop what we're doing because the world isn't following Christ uh, when culture isn't following Christ then we who are our counterculture and we're going to be acting in a way that's going to be offensive because people don't like the gospel. It's something that is offensive to our nature because it's telling us that we are sinful. And and when you don't confront that sin, it's hard to accept it. But looking at their example and seeing how they can stand in these situations and how they can uh, confront the realities of the world, it's encouraged me to do that in my life here, to not be afraid, but to trust that the Lord will use what I'm doing, use what I'm saying, even if it's not as drastic a situation as they might be facing, even if it's not necessarily life or death, it still is evil that we are going up against. And so when we can see their example, I think it helps us, we can more practically see what it means to be a Christian. Sam and Julia, thank you guys for being here this summer. Thank you for sharing with us. Uh, I want to shift gears now and talk to Brooke. And and first question, what kind of students are we looking for uh, when we talk about internship 2017? Who are you looking for to come and serve? So very practically, we're looking for college juniors or seniors. But on a different level, we're really looking for students who aren't just needing an internship to fulfill their class credit. We want interns who want to be at VOM. Even if they're not necessarily called to work for the Voice of the Martyrs someday, we want interns who are looking to grow spiritually, to grow in their walk with the Lord, and gain professional experience. And I know a part of that, and and both Sam and Julia have mentioned the spiritual development that happens 
there is a structure for that. I mean, there, there, that's an intentional part of the program, that devotional time and spiritual growth. Someone needs to be pretty serious about their spiritual walk in order to fit into this program. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that both Sam and Julia talked about it because the way our internship is set up is so that you get the professional development from your specific department. You know, Julia was talking about learning about journalism. Sam was in connection, so working with conferences and events. But every intern, regardless of their department, is going to get that spiritual growth experience and that connection with their persecuted family. So what that looks like here at VOM on a practical note is we have group devotions every week. Each intern is paired with a staff mentor who pours into them, who prays for them. All of the interns get to participate in our chapel service every week. And so we make sure that no matter their position, they're getting those opportunities for growth as well. And are there some majors that that we're maybe looking for more than others or that fit in better? I know we've got folks in our IT department. We've got folks in communications. We've got lots of different interns this summer. Are there just some majors that are maybe more applicable to this type of internship? You know, the way the internship program is set up is so that it's very specific. So we don't have general VOM interns. So you would apply for a specific position and you would probably want to make sure that that's somewhat lined up with your major. Honestly, that changes from year to year, depending on what department decides that they want an intern. However, I would recommend that if you have a huge heart for the persecuted church and you want to intern for VOM, regardless of your major, apply. Because, for example, this year we have a intern who's a finance accounting major, and our finance department this year just didn't need an intern. She's actually interning in our operations center, and she's had an amazing experience, and that will still benefit her in her future career. So if you're thinking about this, you've been listening, and you think, well, you know, maybe I should do that, go ahead and apply. That That's what Brooke is saying. Go ahead and apply. Find the job that's closest to your major and apply, because the Lord may be working that out. Brooke, Somebody's listening, they want to do that. What are the next steps? What's kind of the the practical, mechanical things they have to do in order to do that application process? Sure. So the link and the website you need to remember is persecution.com backslash jobs. So if you just remember that link, that's where we will update what's going on in our internship program. So actually, if you go there right now, all it will say is that all our positions are filled for summer 2016. (laughs) But check back again in the fall. Um, Sometime usually around late October is when we post all the available positions. You can read the job descriptions. You can apply. We take all those applications. I look through them. The supervisors of those departments look through them. And then interviews usually start between December and January. And then you'll be notified if you've been selected in the spring. And they get housing. What else What else do we provide, we VOM, provide to the interns? So it's a two-month internship program, only in the summer. And all of the internship positions are here at our offices in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. And yeah, as Todd said, we do provide free housing. They're apartment-style housing right here on our campus. You'd room with a couple other interns. We also provide a monthly stipend as well. So it's not just you're volunteering your time. You actually do get some money to take home to put on your school bill, which is very helpful for students, I know, because I have two of them that live at my house. (laughs) Thank you guys very much for your service this summer. It's been great to have you here. It's been great to have you here on VOM Radio. And I can tell that this experience is something you're going to carry with you. And I, I love that in my way of thinking. Our encounters with the persecuted church are something that impacts us and kind of 
even I use the word infects us and we'll never be the same after that. So you go back to school and maybe God will call you into some ministry position. Maybe God will call you into some business or, or other secular position, but you're always going to carry this experience with you. And it's going to come out in your devotional life. It's going to come out in your church life. It is going to impact you the rest of your life. So we are thrilled that you've been here this summer, and we're thrilled to see the fruit of this summer in the many, many summers to come. So bless you guys, and thank you for being with us today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thank Thank you. you. You've been listening to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. I hope that you will be inspired by this to think about maybe especially young people, if if maybe God is opening the door or leading you towards an internship at Voice of the Martyrs, as Brooke has said, uh, you can check persecution.com slash jobs, and uh, the internship program will be posted for next summer, sometime this fall. You'll see specific job descriptions and openings. Uh, so watch the website for that, and come back and join us next week here on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. <laughs> <laughs>